Back in on the drive. That's what I'm going to call it. It's only an hour tonight. It's not. It's after hours. I appreciate you uh, for listening. K-State basketball takes over the airwaves at 7 o'clock. Then a big game. They call this a Sunflower Showdown still? It's still We're still doing that, huh? Still. still okay. Um, but there is a pretty big game on Sunday. And if you need somewhere to get food from, I would suggest you go to Jefferson's. They have a 15% off online order for carryout and delivery with you using the promo code 610 sports limit one per customer on a $40 minimum order carry out and delivery wings from Jefferson Sunday 15% off when you use 610 sports as their promo code and also community America credit union big game coverage is brought to you by community game community America credit union community America credit union is the proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs get your Chiefs checking account including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. That entire opening speech just got me pumped. Let's go. There you go. I wouldn't. You know, I'm glad that you got pumped up about it, but, I mean, it's uh, just how I felt, man. You know, some people, uh, you know, they wake up, oh, great, Royals signed another. No, they signed a superstar. And the sub-conversation for me from that is last year was one of the most humiliating years for the Royals, right? It was one of the, and I promise you, 630 Chiefs talk. I promise you, I promise you. Big day. You know it's a big day in Royals when you see Vern in a studio at 5 o'clock in February. But that's not a shot at Vern. That's just you know. It'd be the same thing if there was a big Chiefs announcement in the middle of June and Pete Sweeney was in the in the studio at 5 o'clock. Same thing. But all season last year was terrible, right? Bad product, not good, didn't do anything really well. But the one shining light and the one ray of hope was Bobby Witt Jr. And today the Royals made him the future of their franchise. An 11-year extension, 288 mil. John Morosi had this to say about what Bobby Witt's potential can be. All-star, MVP, uh, and, and, and the kind of player that can win multiple MVPs. Because, And I speak as an MVP voter. I always love when I get a chance to vote for players. And I, I've loved voting in the past for Mookie Betts. I certainly voted for Mike Trout. Uh, I voted for Jose Ramirez. Players who are true two-way players, run scorers, run stoppers, run producers. And Bobby Witt Jr. can do all of those three things. The production piece, and obviously we can debate how much RBIs really belong in, in an MVP conversation, but certainly the better the team gets around him, the more run production he'll have. But, but he can also drive himself in 30 times, which, which he did this past year, and, and he can certainly steal a ton of bases. He gets on base. He plays a high-premium defensive position. This is the kind of player – who is in the top five of an MVP year after year after year. I know that because I've watched him play, and I've filled out MVP ballots. And this is the kind of player that I vote for all the time. That audio from the drive earlier today with Rob and Carrington, the thing that's crazy to me is that, yes, today was a lot about Bobby Witt Jr. Most of today was about Bobby Witt Jr., but I know for a fact that a lot of you out there had questions about one person in particular, John Sherman. And I heard Carrington today say he gave him an A-plus today. 
But John Sherman should get a pat on the back from every single one of the doubters or the haters out there, even if you still are a hater. Because the one thing I can't tell you that John Sherman can control is the product that gets played on the field, right? He can't tell, he can't fix people's skill level, but he can put together people and put together a product that can be most likely a good product. And last year, that Royals team was the end of an era. And what John Sherman did was he cut the fat of what was used to be somebody else's team. And in this offseason, when everything was talked about when it comes to stadium talk, the first sub conversation that came out of, oh, it's stadium. I don't know if I want a stadium was always what? Put a product on the field and then we can talk about a stadium or I'm not going to support any sort of stadium talk until we at least have a product worth a damn to go watch. What have the Royals done all offseason? They've spent money. They've went out and got players. They trimmed the fat. They leaned it up a bit. They made it the product that they wanted by the new ownership. And then today, they did what they've never done. They signed a superstar that they drafted and developed, and they gave him the keys to the stadium or the new stadium. And no matter how you want to look at it, because you cannot have the argument of don't let it fool you. They haven't even played a game yet. What if they lose a hundred games? You folks, I can't help. But for the people out there that are okay to humble themselves and say, you know what? I was giving John Sherman a ton of crap last year and a little bit this year. You know what he did today? He answered my questions. They spent money, they signed a player, and maybe they might have what you just heard, signed a multiple-time MVP-capable player. There's no secret what Bobby Wood Jr. has done to start his career off. Probably the number one or number two best two seasons to start a career overall-wise for a player. You could go look at Ronald Acuna, Mike Trout, guys like that. But Bobby Wood Jr. is in that conversation, multiple MVP conversation, if he can get there. And now you don't have to worry about that man playing anywhere else because the owner of your franchise that you said, please make it different. Make me care. Make me be more interested. How do you do that? You have to go spend money. All those pitchers that didn't develop, all these other things that didn't really work out, not his fault. What is his fault is getting rid of what didn't work and trying to make things change that do work. And that's what he did today. Today was the exclamation mark on the question that you had for John Sherman. Prove me wrong. And today he did it with everything behind it. Yes, there's stadium talk. There's all that sort of stuff. Yes, you could say that there is a sort of conspiracy theory that Bobby Wood Jr. wouldn't have signed if they weren't going to get a stadium. They were already going to get a stadium. It was going to happen whether we liked it or not. But what we didn't know was going to happen whether they liked it or not was are they going to sign a superstar for once in their life? We watch Carlos Beltran walk and Mike Sweeney get paid. And that is not a shot at Mike Sweeney. But they decide to give him the contract and get away with Carlos Beltran. And then what do we get to do? We get to sit back and watch Carlos Beltran go on an absolute tear for the Houston Astros in the playoffs and think, oh, man, could you imagine? Never happened. Zach Grinke didn't happen. Maybe when you go back and John Sherman's time in Kansas City is done, and he's no longer here, and he's had a successful run, and maybe this turns into something. 
you'll go back and remember this day. Just like a lot of you probably went back during Dayton Moore's time here. Didn't end very well. But at the time, Dayton Moore had to do something to prove to you that he was serious. And he did it. He traded Zach Greinke and he traded uh, Will Myers. And he brought in new regime. He brought in new players. He got James Shields. He got Wade Davis. And he turned that into a World Series. And yes, it didn't end very pretty for Dayton Moore. But when you think of Dayton Moore in the championships, the one thing that you always think of and you always remember is the two trades. The two trades he made. Zach Greinke and Will Myers. And Will Myers was supposed to be the next great thing. Never really played in Kansas City. Traded him away. Got a haul. Turned into a World Series championship run. Two years in a row. And maybe one day, maybe one day, if I can really piss you off, there'll be a number seven that hangs up on a plaque or on a mantle somewhere in the stadium that's newly built, and there might just be a plaque that's got John Sherman's name on it. Who saw that coming a year ago? Either way, he answered all your questions.